0: Welcome to this Northern Fire podcast. This is part two of the seven part series, Hearing the Voice of Yeshua. Part two is the Holy Spirit. In part one I spoke about the importance of faith and asking in hearing the voice of Yeshua. And part two will be the role the Holy Spirit plays. In John 10, 27, Yeshua said, My sheep hear my voice, I know them and they follow me. In the life, death, and resurrection of Yeshua, and in his life since then as he sits upon the throne, we see our Savior's love for us, his devotion to us, and we see and hear in the scriptures his deep desire to lead us as a shepherd through this life, to lead us as a shepherd into the next life, every day of this life and into the next life. My sheep hear my voice, I know them and they follow me. And you can hear there the importance of faith and you can hear there the importance of hearing the voice if we're to follow. In fact, it's not just a nice thought, it's a prophetic word. It's an expectation and it's a necessity. If we're going to follow Yeshua, if we're going to know him as our shepherd, we have to hear his voice. Now in Luke eleven eleven, Yeshua said this, how much more? Will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? So it requires that we ask and that we believe and that we keep on asking. Now, something I want you to know is that very often, once we start asking to hear the voice, once we start asking for the Holy Spirit, there's a delay. The day that Yeshua rose from the dead, he appeared to his disciples in an upper room. And the Bible says this, Yeshua breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. Now they didn't receive the Holy Spirit that day, but Yeshua was telling them, I'm going to give you the Spirit and you're going to receive it. So from the day of the resurrection, for 40 days, Yeshua walked the earth with his his disciples. He taught them. He spoke to them about the resurrection. He spoke to them about his second coming. He lived with them for 40 days to, to prove to them that he was alive and that he was Yeshua. Come back from the grave. Now at the end of those 40 days, Yeshua took them up on a mountain. And in Acts 1.8 he said this, You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Wait in Jerusalem until you've been given power from on high. So 40 days of waiting moves into more days of waiting. He ascended into heaven that day. He went up in the clouds with the angels. To sit with his father, and they went back to Jerusalem. Forty days of waiting turned into fifty days of waiting, as they were being prepared by Yeshua to receive this gift of the Holy Spirit. So after fifty days, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, in Acts 2 we read that there were a hundred and twenty people in the upper room, the Holy Spirit fell upon them in the form of tongues of fire, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. There was a delay. And many times, there is a delay. Why? Because Yeshua is preparing us. This is the Holy Spirit. This is the powerful, almighty Spirit of Yeshua and it's coming into a human body. Maybe there's things in you or about you that Yeshua wants to deal with before he fills you. Maybe there's sin in your life. Maybe there's rebellion. Maybe there's doubt, unbelief, fear. Maybe the enemy has a hold in your life yet. It could be many things. And Yeshua wants to deal with those things in you through the scriptures, through prayer, through waiting, uh, through a full turning to him and turning your will over to him and asking, he will prepare you to receive this Holy Spirit and open the door to hearing his voice. Now let me give you two Bible verses for you to begin to pray as you're asking for him to give you his spirit. Psalm 139.23 says this, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my inmost thoughts. See if there is any evil way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. We are asking our shepherd to search us and to cleanse us, because we desire his spirit, and we desire to hear his voice. And then in Psalm 86:11, it says this, Teach me your way, O Lord, to walk in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name. Maybe there's things he needs to teach you through the scriptures before he can give you his spirit. Maybe you've, got an undivi- Maybe you've got a divided heart. Maybe you've got divided loyalties and you need to change and you need to turn yourself fully to Yeshua. Look up those scriptures and pray them as you're asking. My own experience took 10 months to receive the Holy Spirit. Years ago I attended a meeting where there were uh, pastors and their wives And this was during the charismatic movement. Charismatic charisma is a Greek word that means um, gifts, gifts activated, gifts of the Spirit, Spirit moving in people. Charis meaning grace, the grace of God working and moving in people. And when I was in that meeting, I kept saying to myself, I want what these people have. These people are filled with the Holy Spirit. They're manifesting the gifts of the Spirit, and I want that. I don't have it, and I want that. I kept saying that to myself. These people were singing in tongues, singing to the Father in these unknown languages, and it was glorious. These people were prophesying to one another. They were receiving a word of the Lord and giving it to each other. They were laying hands on each other for healing And there was such a love, there was such a power, there was such a presence of the Lord in in that meeting that I wanted that. And I began to ask. I began to fast and pray and read and I read books on the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I talked to these people about how they'd received the Spirit and how they'd received this power. And months went by, months of waiting but I knew that Yeshua was preparing me. After 10 months, I was in a different meeting in a different place with a small group of people, and I got on my knees, and I felt the Holy Spirit fall upon me from heaven. It was like stepping under a waterfall. There was no water in the room, but it felt like this water was rushing over me, and I felt the Holy Spirit enter my body. I got up from my knees, praying in tongues, Praying in a language that I had never learned. And then I received a message. There was this voice that spoke right in the midst of my body. There was an inner voice that was activated that day and I had a prophetic word for another man in that room. In fact, he said he had received that same word 20 years before and I didn't, I didn't know that power comes the gifts of the spirit are activated the voice of our shepherd is activated when we receive this holy spirit so i exhort you to ask ask him to prepare you and then wait wait for him with faith wait for him with courage it says in psalm 27:14 wait for jehovah be of good courage and he will strengthen your heart wait for jehovah wait for your savior wait for this spirit and turn turn to him fully Now, in Acts 1-8, Yeshua said this, You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. This power is evidence. There is evidence when you are filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, I've encountered many people who believe they've received the Holy Spirit when they first believed. Now, I'm not denying that they believe. The Holy Spirit enabled them to believe, helped them to believe. But the Holy Spirit does not enter us. The moment we believe, the Holy Spirit will be with us. But as far as this baptism of the Holy Spirit, this receiving of the Holy Spirit inwardly, that's, that's another work that we're to seek and to, we're to ask for. And there is evidence in a life. Now, the evidence isn't always tongues. I have a friend named Gary, and years ago, he was, he was a man who believed for, for salvation. He believed for forgiveness. But he had addictions in his life. Gary smoked three packs of cigarettes and drank a 12-pack of beer every day. These weren't just habits. These were addictions. And he could no way free himself from these addictions. And they were having negative effects on his health. And he didn't want to do this anymore. He went to church every Sunday. He believed in Yeshua, but he couldn't get free. Finally, one day there was a special meeting at their church and Gary attended with his family. And there was a man who gave the altar call. He said, if anyone wants to receive the Holy Spirit today, come forward. Well Gary wanted the Holy Spirit. He wanted this power that he was hearing about. And he went forward. And as he fell on his knees, he received the Spirit of Yeshua. He said he felt it enter his body and immediately the desire for beer, the desire for alcohol, the desire for cigarettes went away. And not only that, the Holy Spirit cleansed his body. Gary said he quit that day. That moment he quit drinking and smoking. He had no detoxification side effects. He didn't go through the shakes or the negative side effects of quitting. Now we know people who go through rehab, their bodies react violently against quitting these substances. Gary didn't have that experience. The Holy Spirit cleansed his body, his soul, and his mind. That was the evidence of the power of receiving the Holy Spirit. I have another friend who years ago, again, a, a good Christian man and yet lacked power, Ken was not hearing the voice of Yeshua. Well, Yeshua led him into a time of preparation. There was a time when he was seeking Seeking his Savior more than normal and getting right from what he had read in the scriptures. And when the Spirit came upon Ken, the voice began to speak to Ken. During his daily work, he would hear this voice. And often he'd call me, almost right away. And Ken just needed some assurance. Am I really hearing Yeshua or is this something else? And every time he called me, I could assure him, yes, you're hearing the voice of Yeshua. This changed his life. It it turned the direction of his whole life. He began to hear the voice and be led. There's another man, and I won't mention his name. I do. I'm involved in a prison ministry, and this man was an inmate in one of the prisons in Michigan. And as part of the part of the program we do in the prisons, these inmates can sign up for one-on-one counseling with a pastor. And so this man and I, uh, we went off to a side of the gym, and we were talking in this counseling session he said you know i read about healing in the bible i want to know where's the gift of healing today i see jesus healing i see in acts the apostles healing and i don't see it today the church is everywhere today but where's the gift of healing well the holy spirit rose up in me i heard this voice inside of me that i immediately spoke to this man i said you have the gift of healing grow into it you have the gift of healing grow into it. And I prayed for him that day to receive the Holy Spirit. And In fact, I think he already had the Holy Spirit. But here's another factor. This man had not grown spiritually to the point of that gift, that power being activated through his life. In fact, that same man later in that weekend, uh, in a different setting, spoke in tongues for the first time. So the Spirit was in this man. And he was growing. He was growing to the point where he could speak in tongues and Yeshua wanted to take him in a point, point, to a point of growth in the Spirit where he could lay his hands on people for healing. I'd I give you these testimonies just to show you that there's evidence in your life when you receive this baptism, this gift of the Holy Spirit. Several years ago, my wife and I bought an old house Uh, to remodel it and flip it and The upstairs of this house at that time there were four bedrooms in a hallway and they all had wallpaper In fact, they all had five layers of wallpaper and we were wanting to get those rooms down to the plaster so that we could paint so literally for six weeks every day for six weeks. I was stripping wallpaper and there's a tool that's called the claw and it scores the wallpaper then you you take a spray bottle and you spray water on and it gets the wallpaper wet and then you, then it scrapes off a lot of work hard work and it took its toll on my my arms I began to develop pain in both of my arms as I use these tools to strip this wallpaper and I I fought through the pain and I worked through the pain and I finished but after six weeks of that and I, my arms were so painful. And after finishing that house, it was time to go out and chop and split wood for the coming win- winter for our own home. And I, I could not possibly do that or even consider doing that with the pain in my arms. So I sat down one day to talk to my father. And basically, this is what I told Father God. Look, I've got a have got to chop and split wood for our winter. It's our heat for the winter. And I can't do that right now. And I said this to my father, I said, I need healing. And this voice came back to me, you don't need healing, you need strength. And then father took my attention to Isaiah chapter 40. And I want to read to you, father spoke to me that day out of Isaiah 40. He said, you don't need healing, you need strength. And this is what it says in Isaiah 40. Verse 28 The everlasting Elohim, Jehovah, the Creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the weak and to those who have no strength. Those who have no might, he increases strength. Young people may faint and be weary, young men fall down from fatigue. But those who wait on Jehovah renew their strength. They mount up on wings like eagles. They run and do not grow weary. They walk and they do not faint. Father was telling me, and actually he showed me this, that the muscles I had been using to strip that wallpaper had grown strong. But the other muscles in my arms had grown weak and that was causing the pain. And when he said, you don't need healing, you need strength. He he said, stop praying for healing. Start praying praying for strength. So right out of Isaiah 40, that day I began to ask Father to give me strength, to strengthen my arms. And then I knew the pain would go away. Well, I did for seven days. I would read that scripture three or four times a day. I would lift up my voice to the Father and ask for his strength. To the one who has no might, he increases strength. Those who wait upon you. So there was a waiting. He didn't immediately do it. He did over over seven days. Every day the pain grew less and less and after seven days I was out chopping and splitting wood and cutting wood for the upcoming winter. This is power. This is evidence. That voice that spoke to me, that voice that took me into the scriptures, Isaiah 40, and that power that that gave me the strength to take away the pain, that was the Holy Spirit of the living Elohim inside of me. This is the kind of life that you can have to hear his voice, to understand the scriptures, to be led through the scriptures, and to have power for healing, power for tongues, power for prophecy, activated and working in your life. Now, in the midst of all of this, we are moving toward a fullness of the Holy Spirit. Even those who have received the Spirit and been baptized in the Holy Spirit, there's not a fullness, because we're moving toward a fullness. What I told that man in prison is true for all of us. I said to him, actually the Spirit through me said to him, you have the gift of healing, grow into it. I spoke in part one of how faith is like a mustard seed. Our faith, our life in the kingdom is like a seed. It starts small and it grows. It grows into a tree that bears fruit and enables birds to nest in its branches. Faith needs constant attention so that it will grow. And this Spirit doesn't doesn't manifest his power all at once. It's a growth process. He'll manifest power as we walk in it, as we give ourselves to it. We continue to grow. We're moving toward a fullness. And so it is a two-stage process. When the Holy Spirit will come uh, and be with us, and then he will be in us. Let me read to you John 14, 17. John 14, 17, this is the voice of Yeshua. Uh, Actually, I'll start in verse 15. Yeshua said, If you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever, the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, For he, he being the Holy Spirit, dwells with you and will be in you. Now hear those words of our shepherd. He dwells with you and will be in you. In my own experience, and from what I've uh, gleaned from talking to others, this is a two-step process. Where the Spirit is with us, the moment we're born on this earth, the Spirit is with us, drawing us to Yeshua, speaking to us when we may not recognize the voice, teaching us things out of the scriptures, watching over us, giving us faith. I told you, I told you in part one, 2 Corinthians 4.13 says, we've all received the same spirit of faith by which we believe and speak. So the Holy Spirit dwells with us as we walk this earth. And many people resist the Holy Spirit. However, the Spirit is with us from the moment we're born. And then Yeshua says, and he will be in you. Another example of this, this was a different weekend where we were in prison. Uh, The ministry is called Carex Prison Ministry. We do four days in prison. We go in in the morning and we come out in the evening and we stay at a local church. But we're in there for four days with these men. And we sing together. We eat meals together. We have talks and table discussions. They can have one-on-one counseling there's other activities. And there was a man there that he was struggling. You could tell that he wanted the hope and he wanted the the joy and he wanted the truth, but he was struggling receiving it. And finally, Sunday morning, we could tell that this man had changed. You know, this man's name was John. And We could tell Sunday morning that he wasn't anxious and fearful and doubting anymore. Something had happened to him overnight. He came in Sunday morning, a changed man. And then at the end of the weekend on Sunday afternoons, we have an open microphone for these men to share their experience in the weekend and their thoughts and their observations. And John got up on Sunday afternoon. This is what he told us. He said, you know, I came here this weekend and I saw the hope that you men had. I saw the hope that you man had and I said, I want that. I want some of their hope. I hope I I I hope or he was desiring that some of the hope that was in us would come over onto him. It was so dramatic to him. And you can imagine men in prison, they have little or no hope, especially without Yeshua. He said, All week long All weekend long, I was desiring the hope that you men had, and I didn't think I'd get it, because I wasn't getting it. Last night, when I went back to my bunk, I couldn't sleep, and I began to pray. And then he fell asleep. And John told us in the middle of the night, he woke up, and he heard this voice. Yeshua said to him, John, I'm giving you your own hope. I am giving you your own hope. And it dawned on him, I don't need the hope from these men that have come in here to minister to us. I need the hope that Yeshua gives. And right there in the middle of the night, he heard the voice of his shepherd, I'm giving you your own hope, and he received it that very instant. This man came back Sunday morning full of hope, full of joy, full of a future. And we we do keep contact with these men. And this man, John, became a leader in the Christian community in that prison after that day. He received something real. He received the Spirit. He received a new hope. And you can imagine how valuable hope is in a place like that. So once again, the Holy Spirit will be with you, and the Holy Spirit will be in you. If, if you realize the Holy Spirit isn't in you yet, keep asking, keep seeking. Fast. Cry out to the Father. Ask Him to prepare you and ask him to help you to become more mature so these gifts of the Spirit can manifest in you. Now, John or Ephesians 117, the Apostle Paul wrote this. I pray Elohim will give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Elohim, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you might know the hope of your calling, and to paraphrase that you might know all things which belong to you, through the life, death, and resurrection of Yeshua, your Messiah. So, Paul is praying there for the Ephesians, that the Father would give them the spirit of wisdom and revelation, that they would have hope, they would have power, they would have knowledge, and they would walk with their shepherd through this life. So, let me read that again, as I close here. Ephesians 1.17, I pray, Elohim, will give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Elohim, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you might know the hope of your calling and all things which belong to you through the life, death, and resurrection of Yeshua, your Messiah. Brothers and sisters, I'm praying for you to receive this spirit of wisdom, revel- wisdom and revelation. I exhort you to ask And make Ephesians 1.17 your prayer. I exhort you to ask others to pray for you to receive. Keep asking in faith. Wait for this spirit. Look to Yeshua. Tell him your desires. Cry out to him. Don't stop asking. And during the delay, let him cleanse you. Let him impart things to you. Let him lead you into the scriptures. And let him... Let him love you and let him change you. Once again, Yeshua said this, My sheep hear my voice, I know them and they follow me. Now receive this blessing, it's the blessing of our Father. Jehovah bless you and keep you. Jehovah make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. Jehovah lift up his countenance upon you and give you shalom.